episode one of Bitter Breakups. Today, I'm going to be telling you about one of my craziest breakups. And since it's my own personal story, I won't be changing any first names, but I won't be putting in last names. It all started when I was in eighth grade. I had the biggest crush on my friend's brother, and even she wanted us to date. But nothing happened until that summer. We all hung out basically every day. John and I got closer and closer as the summer went by and eventually we started dating. About halfway into the summer, things got a bit more serious. One night, I snuck him into my room, and that night, I lost my virginity. After that, I thought we were going to be together forever. I was wrong. After that night, he stopped talking to me. And that is pretty typical, so that's not even the crazy part. Skip ahead seven years later. John is just getting out of prison. He turned into a homeless drug addict who robbed people and broke into their garages, which you think would send me running, but for some reason, I'm an idiot and I let him back into my life. We moved in together and I trusted him, even when he said he wanted a future together. Everything was good until about six months in. One night, I was cooking dinner and waiting for John to come home. After hanging out with his friends for a couple hours, I figured he'd be home in time for dinner, but he never came home. A few days went by, he still didn't come back, and he would not answer his phone. Eventually, a friend of ours called and told me that he admitted to her and her husband that he had cheated on me, and that's why he wasn't coming home and he was avoiding my calls. I was so hurt, but in reality, I had a feeling that what was happening that was happening I didn't cry and I didn't get angry I just sat on the couch ate some ice cream watched TV and tried to let it go a few hours later I hear a knock on my front door I open it and there he is John just standing there looking guilty all he had to say to me was I'm sorry I just came for my stuff I was shocked I could barely look at him but I refused to let him inside until he admitted what he did and gave me an explanation. He told me that he was sorry and that he made a mistake. He got drunk and it just happened. I hated him, but for some reason, when he promised me that it was a mistake and it wasn't gonna happen again, I believed him. Maybe I'm crazy or I just didn't wanna be alone, but I forgave him and I let him stay. A few months went by when disaster struck. My hometown was on fire. The entire town. It was all in flames and my family was evacuating through walls of fire on both sides. It was terrifying and one of the worst things I've ever lived through. After they made it safely to my apartment, I let my brother, uncle, grandma, and her two dogs stay with me and John. I'll admit, it was a studio apartment so it was not the ideal situation, but it was the only option. I thought it would be fine since it was only for a few days until they went to my other uncle's house. But I was wrong, once again. After one night, John started a fight with my uncle over something stupid. They were literally trying to kill each other. The cops came and made my family leave. So I told them that they needed to make John leave too. I was so pissed at him and I didn't want to see him. Three days later, he comes back saying how sorry he is. And once again, I forgive him, because I know they were both at fault, and they both have anger issues, 
and there was a lot of stress in the air since the fire had just happened. A few days after that, I got an eviction notice for noise complaints and having the cops called on us. After everything that happened, this was not something I wanted to deal with. Finding a new place is going to be impossible. So John and I moved to his mom's. I got a job and I was working my ass off just to give his mom my entire check to live in a tiny room that was barely suitable for one person, let alone two. John refused to get a job and when I told him that he had to, his mom defended him and told him I had no right to yell at him to get a job because that was her house and she doesn't think he needs one. I hated being there, but it was the only option at the time. After five months, I got tired of paying $600 for a room and a house where I wasn't respected. So I stopped paying and I told John he needed to get a job and he needed to pay the rent. His mom didn't like that, so she told us we both had to move out. So we packed everything, put it in storage. We got lucky that a friend of ours let us come stay with him and his boyfriend. Unfortunately, they were in the process of being evicted and breaking up, so it was only temporary. But that same friend also had a property that he had a fifth wheel parked on after the land was cleared after the fire. And he said, if we got our own trailer, we can park it there for free. So that's what we did. We got a trailer, put it up there. Unfortunately, we had no power and no water, but it was a temporary home. At this point, I was getting unemployment. Unfortunately, I was the only person buying food and dog food for the dogs that weren't even mine, while the guy sat around, drank beer all day. After being up there for a month, living in what seemed like hell, John stopped coming to our trailer at night. He found stupid reasons to be mad at me and would get upset when I would ask him to help me fix the floor in our trailer since the insulation was exposed and it wasn't really safe to be in there. But he had excuses not to do it. I'd finally had enough. When he didn't come home to sleep next to me for three nights in a row or even text me at all, I was done. I went over to the fifth wheel ready to yell at him, but what I found was beyond belief. I found John having sex with our friend, who was a male. I was so upset, I turned around, packed my stuff, and I left. Don't get me wrong, I fully support the LGBTQ community, and I wasn't even upset that it was two men together. I was mad because he was supposed to be my boyfriend and my best friend and they were sleeping together behind my back while I was 30 feet away. I went back to my trailer and I called my grandma. She told me that I could come live with her. A few days later, I had to go back to get the stuff out of storage and the rest of my stuff from the trailer, so I had two friends go with me. When I got there, I started loading my stuff into my truck. John came out of the fifth wheel screaming at me how I was a bitch and I was abandoning him but all I said to him was I saw him cheating and that just made him get more mad at me he ran inside the fifth wheel and grabbed a machete and then started running towards me luckily we were able to get in the truck and drive away before he got too close 
After that day, I never talked to him again. Three years later, I messaged him on Facebook telling him I forgave him because I needed to let go of the anger. I needed to move on. I tried to be his friend. That didn't work out because he's still the same person. He wants to use people for what will benefit him. Breakups can be hard and relationships can be not what you expect them to be. But you should never let anyone make you feel like you're not important or you're less than what you deserve to be treated like. I put up with a lot. I didn't even go into full detail about a lot of things with my relationship with him. We were together for a year and a half and I should have left the first time he cheated. I should not have let him back into my life because I ended up hurting myself in the long run. Episode 2 will be out on October 22nd, 2021. If you would like to submit your breakup story, please email me at realbitterbreakups at gmail.com or on Instagram at realbitterbreakups. I look forward to hearing your stories and sharing them. Thank you.